The Mr. Nelson Show. Brought to you by Nelson Theater, where you will find at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find my poor man's mystery science theater treatment of old movies that are pretty crappy. But guess what? You get to watch them with me. Yes, with my smart-ass commentary, cartoon sound effects, crude bathroom humor, and (laughs) inappropriate laugh tracks. Yes, it's just great fun with your old pal, Mr. Nelson. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and order some good old crappy movies today. Full films, $1.75. Small short films, 90 cents. Oh my God, it's practically being given away. So help out the Nelson Show and enjoy yourself some destroyed films by yours truly. The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yep. Yep. Uh huh. All right. Mm-hmm. Where are you? What? Well, I'm gonna do the Nelson Show. Supposed to be doing it right now, so I'm gonna get to it. Uh, yeah. How long is it gonna be? Oh hell, I don't know. Well, Why? I. Why does it gotta take so long? Well, because. It, what? Uh, what are you doing? Hang on. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was I supposed to do? Come on, man. All right. Oh, God. Was I supposed to not answer the phone? Well, Last time I did move. that, you chewed me out. Now, oh, come on. No, Come on now, Betty June, you know that. Uh huh. Oh, good lord. Lord. I I gotta go do the show. Gotta go do the show. Mm hmm. Oh, Oh, man. You just can't have no time to yourself these days. Lord have mercy. Man. Oh, they already started without me. Damn. Oh, my God. Framed him. Uh, the case Come on. Is building up to that. No, so, it's not. Uh, they need to really explain. The scenarios they, here, they handed over documents. They just yeah. because they, they had bias, they weren't biased and all that. <coughs> extreme That's carelessness is not the same thing as gross negligence. On and on and on. Uh, uh, this FBI investigation just stinks to high heaven. Oh, yes, it does. Michael Flynn Trump uh, stinks. is going to be looking more like an Achilles heel and this whole process. That's far more disturbing than anyone else of the abuse of power of people who are already in power, uh, favoring uh, one party over the other, and so on and so forth. Now you're not answering Michael Cohen. Yeah, right. Michael Cohen, they charged him for being a lying sack of shit, for tax fraud and bank fraud, and having to do with his own things and himself. But this revolves around supposed campaign finance. 
Yeah. On and on and on yeah. about paying off his horse. He has a legitimate, incredible excuse for that. And so this is going nowhere. Uh, and to force it and to arbitrarily decide this when Democrats how long can you keep that going uh, before this erupts into a constitutional crisis? Speaking of which, oh boy, Obamacare hit another roadblock here because a federal judge says, look, the thing is unconstitutional. You cannot force people to purchase something. Oh, yes, you can. Even though Judge Chief Roberts made it up that it was a tax in the law, he's not a legislature, so there's no tax in the law. It's not a tax. It's not a regulatory fee. It's a penalty. It's for their own tax or required payment or something. Uh, then it would it. be, and everybody oh, would pay boy, it. But instead, it. it's only certain people have to pay it. Yes, yeah. so, greedy assholes. Yeah. Who just so uh, that's the only oh, real God, new thing. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Trump is being extorted by oh, the caravan. Right. Yeah. And yeah, they're still they're no. still there, still trying to get in. I know oh they're supposed God. to disappear uh-huh. after the election, but uh, no, no, that didn't happen. So now they're demanding what is it, fifty thousand dollars each to return home. Oh, so there, that pretty much spells it out what the whole thing was about. Yeah, yeah. What a disgraceful shame! But there you go. The treatment that this president's received, especially from the news media. Is absolutely disgraceful and will go down as a dark time in the history of these uh, United States Red, of America. Red, uh, damn it, Red. Lefty. Can I get a thought through before you interrupt me? No, that's you not had what a I... better argument, you would not have to reduce yourself uh, to such deceptive tactics. I was just gonna tell you, have toilet paper stuck to your shoe. What? Oh, oh well, God damn, what the hell? Oh, yeah. geez. Well, damn it. Oh, give me that trash well, can. Well, it happens. Oh, there you uh, go. Uh, <laughs> Lord, how the hell? Oh, how the hell that happened? Oh, oh gee, geez. I don't know. Oh, man, Doug, you need to have a more cleanlier place around here. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, no, no. no. That's like, well, should we, should we just say it? What? Like, come on. That's, what? We need to, we need oh, to I don't know. Let's just say it. Say what? Um, red. What? You're still mic'd up. You, your microphone huh? was on the whole time yeah, you, you were damn. in the bathroom. Um, so, why we got to um, wear these? Uh, so. And, uh, oh, oh my, my God, God, look at that. You heard all that? Oh, oh damn it. Oh, uh, what? What the hell? Why are you leveling stuff on him? him? Oh, jeez. His mic's the only one taping us. Oh, what a disastrous week it's been. For tra- oh, oh, hell God. no. Oh, no. damn it. Oh, we gotta redo it, right? There's no we way in hell I'm going through another day out. with Lefty. You what? Know, I, You're just scared. You're a coward. Boy, someone try, gave me an offer to be to, to co-host a, a new podcast. Oh my god! Uh, that was going to be political, and I just don't oh, know yeah. how to do it. I what? mean, it, we're doing the same thing so over what? and over again. It's because we're still and under the tyranny of Trump. Got to stop it. There needs to be more audio plays for the Nelson show. Oh my god. Uh, the future of the show. No. And uh man, we need to reorganize this thing at no. because week in and week out, this is the end of Trump. This is the it end is. of Trump. This is the no, end of Trump. No, this time we need it. Just... This time it's gonna it's gonna stick. This time no, it's over. Nothing happens. <laughs> Yes, it does. Yeah, it gets closer. The same thing over and over again. And you know, I do all these reviews of shows, and one of the main uh, 
uh, on the videos and whatnot. Yeah, whatever. And, no and one here cares. Sometimes is uh, repetition is the death of shows. What? And, it doesn't uh, even make sense. It, that, how many ways can you uh, do the same information? Joke, you know that people oh, did the other two. So uh, since we got nothing for this episode, no, we uh, do. Why not? Uh, take a break. Oh my God! What? Better get yet, started. let's get right to it. Uh, I'll present an old uh, radio classic episode of oh, Lights God. Out. Now, that's just uh, lazy. Which was a very scary uh, show. But it's but, the Christmas uh, season. Halloween's uh, over. This particular episode was a Christmas episode. Oh, uh, it's about. Three men. Oh, boy, you you know what three men have to do with Christmas. Yes, well. No, what? In fact, uh, uh, one of the working titles was Christmas Story, which is <laughs> another popular film, has that name now. And then uh, Three Men, yeah. But the other name was Uninhabited. Uh, so it's about three servicemen, one French, one Australian, and one African-American uh, who bunk with each other on a train compartment on Christmas night after long battles in World War One, And seeing a bright star in the night sky, they all succumb to a dream in which they are three old men on a journey through the desert to witness a holy birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, check it out. This will be a nice little tell. And since, uh, it's been 100 years since the end of World War One, which I talked about, well, uh, I thought this could be an appropriate uh, Christmas story from the golden age of the old days of old radio that had all these uh, fascinating uh, audio plays uh, before television. Yeah, that's what you had to do. So enjoy Lights Out, the Uninhabited. Lights Out, everybody. is a tale they tell of another Christmas, a Christmas 19 years ago. The Great War was over. War-weary soldiers and officers were at last being allowed to rest, to enjoy such recreation as soldiers might find. Leave areas were established in various parts of France, and at intervals, individuals were sent from the stations of their organizations to these areas, there to rest and refresh themselves for a brief period. The story properly begins on Christmas night, 1918, 19 years ago. A leave train was just coming to a halt in the station at Villefranche. Oh, 
Merci, merci, Monsieur Langley. Merci. I'm not English. I'm not an English, you know, chap. Australian. And Jack. Complete. Ah, oui, 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 oui. Vous êtes Australien, n'est-ce pas? Right, though. And Merry Christmas, old chap. Un joyeux Noël, Monsieur l'Australien. Excuse me, monsieur, but I, si vous plaît, I would like to venir ici. Oh, blasted! I can't talk the ruddy language. It is not necessary to speak the blasted language, monsieur, since I speak yours after a fashion. Oh, beg pardon, old chap. The station master told me you wouldn't mind if I stowed myself in here with you. I hope. I should be very glad indeed of your company. I am Captain Esme Rochefort de Gascoigne. Of the 212th Regiment Artillery, GPF. I'm uh, Lieutenant Horace Ballantyne of the Australian Light Horse, sir. Uh, you are welcome, monsieur. May I help you with your baggage? I'll have it stowed in half top. Uh, thank you. Uh, there. Oh, going on leave, Captain? Oui. I am not sure where yet, but say la guerre. One never knows where it goes in this war. Uh, too right, bigger. That was jolly good of you to share your compartment, old chap. I am only too glad. It has been rather a lonely journey so far. I am delighted of someone to talk to. Uh, First-class compartments are not too easy to copper either. Ah, oh, a bit cushy, this, isn't it? Not too bad, indeed. Uh, you'll pardon me, I know, but I am a bit curious to know how an Australian officer should find his way to Via France. I don't quite know myself, Captain uh, Gascon, is it? Uh, yes. And your name is uh, Ballantyne? Right. I must remember. Well, uh, I was at uh, Gallipoli in the infantry with the Exocook. The third officer division, you know. Got a bit of a crack in the head, and the first thing I knew, I found myself transferred as town miser, a village a few miles east of here. Nothing but Americans in it. Oh, the Americans. Uh, they are good soldiers, eh? Fair dinkum. And now you find yourself bound for leave on Christmas night. right oh, and jolly glad of it. Hmm. Where are you going, do you know? Uh, report to the RTO at Isle of Bain. That's all I know. <laughs> you have the same difficulties in your army, I see. One never knows where one goes. You are a long way from home, my friend. right -o. A bloody long way. <laughs> Halfway around the world, you know. And you have come to fight for France. I salute you, monsieur. Uh, it's been fun. We. Oui. And now it is over. And our young men lie dead under the stars out there. Uh, we lost a few, too. Our young men, monsieur. French, British, Australian, American. Not to mention a few German chappies. Quite. Eh bien, one cannot make the omelette without breaking the eggs. A bloody lot of good eggs, friend Gascoigne. Oui. Oh, I wish the blasted train would start. <laughs> it is always a mystery how they control these trains. Particularly when one wishes to go somewhere in a hurry. Oh, American chap out there, looking for a place, I fancy. Uh, perhaps we could invite him in here, if you do not mind. Why not? If it's all right with you. Oh, he's a comrade, and there is little room on the train. Right, sir. Oh, Yank! Yank there! This way, Yank! He comes? But me pink now. The blight is black. And an officer, too. So? I have heard that the Americans have two divisions of Negroes, and... They have many officers who are, as the Americans say, colored also. But I have never seen one. You don't mind if I ask him in? My dear Ballantyne, why should one mind? Is he not a man, an ally, an officer? 
Do we dislike one another because I am French and you Australian? Good chat. Ah, we've lots of blacks in our units. What the devil's the difference? What difference does it make what color the brightest skin is? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, room here. Uh, do you mind awfully, Lieutenant? Uh, not much room anywhere else, old chap. Oh, come in, come in. We've room for one. Thank you. I was afraid I was going to be left behind. My name's Valentine, Lieutenant Australian Rifle. Uh, I'm Captain Melvin, 370th American Infantry. Delighted, Captain. And this is Captain... <laughs> I have to help the chap out, Captain. <laughs> I am Captain Esme Rochefort de Gascoigne of the French Artillery, Captain. Welcome. Uh, gentlemen, uh, thank you. Oh, here. Uh, give me your musette. I'll shove it up in the rack. Oh, thank you, Lieutenant. Uh, feels good to get that thing off my shoulder. Uh, sit down, Captain Melvin. Uh, thanks. Been standing around there all day long on one foot and then on the other waiting. Finally, when the train did pull in, I thought I was still going to stand there. Good of you to take me in. We are delighted. Right, sir. You're an Australian, eh, Lieutenant? Right, sir. From Adelaide. I just think of that. Where are you from, Captain Melvin? Oh, I'm from Chicago. And you, Captain Gasquan? Uh, my home is in Bayonne, as one might infer from my name. Your name, Captain? Gasquan. Bayonne is in Gascony, you see. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> it's odd, isn't it? Here we are, three of us in one railway coach, bound for somewhere, and we've come from all over the world to meet on Christmas night in France. Uh, we don't even know where we're going, do you? Well, I haven't the slightest idea. Leave it, that's all I know. Uh, well, may as well have a spot of Christmas cheer, eh? A bottle of rather good wine in my museum. And so have I. Not to be outdone in this matter, mes amis. I also have a bottle of Lacrime Christi. Tears of Christ. A very precious wine in these days, mes amis. I do not remember how I came by it, but suffice it to say, I have it. Ah, we are about to start, huh? <laughs> we are starting. Oh, a ruddy happy crowd out there at the station. Christmas. We steal Christmas, despite the fact that most of them all want to get out of the town and go somewhere. Last Christmas, I was down in Texas. In Logan. I was in the hospital at Marseille. And I, mes amis, had dinner with a German general. A German general? Uh, captured on Christmas Eve. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Gentlemen, will you drink with me? Uh, with pleasure, we. Oui. If you will drink with me. And with me. Well then, to Christmas, eh? Uh, yeah, to Christmas. To Christmas. <clears throat> You know, my musette's so bloody full of junk of all sorts. I was afraid I might have lost the bottle. Uh, souvenirs, huh? Oh, yes. Silly toys and things that I picked up. Given to some kid somewhere. Lord knows they have few enough. I have gifts, too, in my musette. There is no one left of my people to give them to, but... It is a sentiment. Sentiment for Christmas. Uh, suppose we all do that. Mine's packed with odds and ends I didn't know if I'd ever get back to that outfit after this leave, so I got some souvenirs together. Shall I drink, Miss Amy? Oh, not now. Thanks, Captain. I'll wait a while. I think I shall, too. Quiet. Uh, this is a beautiful night, eh? Ah, uh, clear. 
You know, if the war was still on, I'd expect to hear someone shout, Lights out! Jerry's up! Have a lot of bombs landed our laps. I hope we are done with that, monsieur. Amen. Uh, no moon, though. Yeah. But look at them stars. Oh, see that one over there? You might imagine it to be the star of Bethlehem. Very bright, isn't it? Oui. Nearly 2,000 years ago. I wonder if that same star still shines upon the earth. If it does, we wouldn't know it. Not us. Fight wars and deny the name of the man that was born under it. Oh, uh, religious check? No. No, not at all, Lieutenant. No, long not, way from it. I'm not a religious chap either. Uh, but you used to have some jolly times as a kid at Christmas time, though. Church things and all that. Candles, what not? We... One is not religious, save when one sees the star shining down on him. I wonder if that could be the star. And why not, my friend? Our earth changes, but the everlasting stars change not. Yeah. Be funny if it is, wouldn't it? Bonze. Oui. But our journey is long, gentlemen. If you wish to sleep... You sleepy, Captain? (laughs) That little drink of wine has affected me, I fear. I cannot keep my eyes open. I'm a little tired myself. Stand around all day in that station. There was no place to sit down. uh, I can always sleep myself. I propose, then, that we do sleep for a little while, my friends. Uh, Talking to sleep (laughs) made me sleepy. I'm all for it. Shall I turn down the lights? If you will, monsieur. Uh, pleasant dreams. Uh, Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you both, gentlemen. Yeah, and to you, Lieutenant Valentine. Captain Cascon. Yonder star shall watch over us. Nispa? The star that shone on Bethlehem. Good night. Are you asleep? I'm not. Nor I. Almost, though, I must say. I... I was thinking. It seems that I have met you both before. Somewhere. Hmm. That's really odd. Why, my friend? I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I was, too. But it couldn't be. One from France, one from Australia, one from America. We, oui, it is so. Uh, good night, my friends. Good night. Good night. Friend Gaspar, we have journeyed far, and the sign that thou didst promise to us is not yet. Peace, Balthazar. We have not yet come to the end of our journey. Behold, Melchior crieth not out. Canst thou not study his patience to be like unto him? Yet thou art tired, Melchior. Aye, I am tired and weary. Yet must we go on. No man knoweth what the end of his far journeying shall bring him. Dost thou see, Balthazar? Thou must needs have faith. I have faith. 
friend, Gaspar. Yet my burden upon my shoulder is cruel heavy, and I would fain rest. Have faith, O Balthazar. Have faith, I conjure thee. Faith. Aye. Aye, lead on, O Gaspar. Whither thou goest, there will I follow thee. And also I, Gaspar. For I know that thou art inspired of God, that his hand doth lead thee. Yet not even I know what miracle he will do before our eyes. No matter. We will follow and thy road lead to death. Now, which road takest thou? That to the right hand or, or to the left? I know not. Wilt thou not call upon God, Gaspar? I kneel down, brethren. O Lord, Father God, lead us, thy servants, in the way thou didst set out for us. For know, Lord, Father God, that we are poor, and our eyes know not the right, and we would follow the way that thou wilt have us follow. Therefore we pray thee humbly, dear Father, a miracle. Miracle? What sayest thou, Balthazar? Behold, Gaspar. A sign from the Lord Father God? There is no sign. Behold! In the sky. A sign. A star a that sign. burneth brighter than all the stars of the heavens. O oh, Lord God, we thank thee. The way is before us. We follow thy will. Behold, Gaspar. The star shineth upon the pathway to the left. Forward. Forward, brethren. For the end of our far journeying is at hand. Certes, this is a sign from God. Behold, Gaspar, beyond the hill, the lights of a village. It is so. Now we are come to our destination indeed. Haste, friends, haste. Tellest thou what town is that, O Gaspar? Nay, I know not. Save that it be the end of our long journey. Oh, travelers! Have you seen the star? Who calls? Who art thou? It is a shepherd. See the flocks of sheep beyond the road? Seest thou the star, travelers? Knowest thou its meaning? Aye, we have seen it, O shepherd. Yet we know not its meaning. Save that a miracle of the Lord, Father God, is nigh unto us. From the blackness of the sky it sprang into blaze, travelers. Dost thou think it portends the end of earth? Nay, friend, not the end of earth. Say rather its beginning. What sayest thou? Behold, shepherd, the mantle of the Lord is upon him. He speaketh of miracles. Aye, and a miracle will come to pass. Haste, friends, haste, for this night we'll hear the voices of angels chanting and the sound of many great wings Peace on earth, peace, goodwill to men. Glory, 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 glory to, God. to God in the highest. Verily, ye speak as men that understand the workings of the will of God. Say now, shepherd, how is yonder village named? Surely, if ye know what shall come to pass because of the star, how is it ye know not the name of the town? We have come from far lands, shepherd. Aye, what matters it if we know not such trifles as the name of a little hidden village? When we know of a miracle to be wrought in the name of Almighty God. Aye, it is so. What miracle shall come to pass? It is hidden from our ken, O shepherd. Yet it shall come to pass. Fear not. 
sky. And such a miracle as shall set all the world to singing praises, lifting up their voices unto the heavens, crying in a loud voice, Mighty, mighty is the Lord God of hosts. Ye be not of Israel. Nay, I am from the land of the Greeks, and these my companions be also from far lands. Melchior from Ethiopia, Balthazar, a wise man of Egypt, a soothsayer unto the king. Ye have come far. Aye, so. Since many days our feet have trod the pathways of hidden unknown places. Yet always have we set our faces unto the east, obeying the bidding of a voice unheard, the guidance of a hand unfelt. And ye go now into the town? Thou hast not told us its name, shepherd. Certes, all men know that yonder town is called the town of the house of bread, even Bethlehem. Know ye that I, even I, am of Bethlehem, where was born a thousand years agone, David, son of Jesse, that was king of Israel. Tis well. For now I speak with the tongue of the Lord, the wisdom he hath put into my mouth. Behold, yonder Bethlehem whence came David, king of Israel. Now this night shall be born Bethlehem, that Messiah, that very son of God, which the ancient prophets have foretold. And this is the miracle that shall come to pass, for he shall be born of a virgin immaculate, and his name shall be Jesus, called Christ. O thou Lord God, Father, I give thanks unto thee, that thou hast appointed me and my companions, that we shall be witnesses before all the world that the Son of God is born. Haste, my friends. We must on, for the miracle is at hand. The Spirit of God is upon him. Speak through the tongue of the Lord. Haste. O holy man, may I not go with thee, seeing thou knowest not the village, and I with my brethren was born there. Aye, thou mayest come with us, but haste, friends, haste. Behold the star, how it seemeth to beckon us on. Lo, it cometh down from the heavens and standeth above the rooftops of the town. It is the doing of God. Aye, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Sling thy burthens from thy shoulders, friends. Haste, haste. I marvel also that there should be lights abroad in the town. The hour is passing late, yet there is a light in every house. If a chance the men of Bethlehem rejoice that the Messiah is born. Nay, not so. For he is hidden from men, and they of Bethlehem know him not. Then what? The feast of Hanukkah is but lately over, my masters. The feast of the lights in memory of the Maccabee. And many remain. Also are there others in the town who have come to deal with the men of Herod, the Tetrarch of Galilee, even the tax collectors. And thus is the city full, even all the inns. Dost thou know where we shall find him, O Gaspar? Hath it been revealed unto thee? All in good time, my friend. We follow the star. Perchance he shall be born in a family of high repute. Aye, tis not fitting that the Son of God shall come from an humble home. The will of God shall be done. The child Jesus be born in the wide fields under the star, my friends. Haste. Behold, these be the walls of Bethlehem, O wise man. Yonder lieth the gate. Perchance the soldiers of the Tetrarch may refuse his admission into the city, Gaspar. Nay, they are gone away, Melchior. Ah, they all lie in the inns and public houses and corrals of the people of the town. Gaspar, 
Art thou sure indeed that we shall find him in Bethlehem? Dost doubt the word of God, Balthazar? On, on. Now, whither do we go, O Lord Gaspar? Nay, be not, Lord Shepherd. For we are all humble men in the sight of God. Praise God. Praise, Praise God. God. Behold how the rays of the star shine down upon a certain street. It is the way, friends. Follow. Lo, one comes, Gaspar, in haste. Aye, but so... A chance he knoweth. Hold thou, men. Whither goest thou? Who art thou? Stand aside that I may pass. Who art thou? Know that I am a citizen, even as thou art. If indeed thou art a citizen, and not a strolling player, or hawker of false jewels. Oh, speakest thou thus to me, who am the great physician? Know, man, that I am Balthus, the leech, the learned, the clever, skilled in cupping and the art of the chirurgeon. The saver of lives, the bringer of babes into the world. Peace! That tongue clacketh like the wheels. Say thou art chirurgeon, no man of Bethlehem? Aye, I am that. I am Balthus, wrestler with the angel of death. Sometime physician under great Antipater himself. I am... Hold, I pray thee. Hast thou attended woman this night that was brought of child? And how didst thou know that, stranger? Wilt thou say aye or nay? Aye, I have done so. And look ye now. This night have I come upon a miracle, a very marvel, a prodigy of nature. Never before in all my time have I... Cease thy clacking and speak, Leech. And who art thou thus to... Speak of the marvel that thou hast witnessed, man. Behold, not two hours have passed since one came post-haste, crying before my door. O Balthus, O most noble surgeon, O saver of lives, come down and haste. And I, setting down the goblet of sack posset wherefrom I did drink... Flung open the window and looked down. To thy story, leads. to thy story. Behold, crieth the man in the street. Behold, Balthus, a woman hath need of thee in the stable, nigh unto the inn of the two oxen. In the stable? Aye, the stable. Now, I am a man of charity, and always ready to answer the call when sickness stalketh abroad. In the plague that came upon Bethlehem nine years ago... I thought always ready when thou dost smell the smell of gold, leech. Say on and quickly. If thou wilt but be still and let me... I spoke of a marvel. Say on, say on. I flung my cloak about me, and I came in haste, as ill becometh a man of my age and girth, and yet I am charitable, I say, and... Behold, in yonder stable was a woman couched in the straw of a manger, brought to bed of a child. Surely women have been brought to bed of a child in stables before, Corrigan. Aye, so. But mark me well now. This woman was a virgin. Nay. I swear it by the holy phylactery. By my father's beard, I swear it. Verily was a child born unto her, and she a virgin. <laughs> thou hast drunk too much of thy sack posset, neighbor. Thou a physician. I swear, Hold. I... Thou said enough, leech. Verily hast thou stood before a miracle this night. A miracle? In sooth, a very prodigy. Where lieth the woman thou didst attend? In yonder's table. The man did say that they'd come from Nazareth in Galilee to give his testimony unto the tax collectors. And though they beseeched the innkeepers, yet would none of them give them room, saving only this one, who, having pity upon a woman with child, did say unto them that they might find bed amongst the kine in his stable, and did charge them not. May all the blessings of God be on this innkeeper, that he hath offered shelter this night unto the Son of God. Amen. What sayest? And on thee, physician, for that thou didst lend thy hand unto her, who is the very mother of him who shall be the savior of the world. 
Verily, I know not who thou art, old man. Yet I perceive that thou hast the gift of prophecy. If I have served, then I am glad. For I took naught from them. And the babe did look upon me with a look that I shall ne'er forget. Though I live to be the last on the earth. Now I crave thy blessing. If thou dost speak sooth, I am most blessed among men. Verily shalt thou stand at the right hand of him who hath come to the earth, physician. Thine was the hand that first touched him. Verily art thou blessed. I thank thee for thy grace, friend. Go now inside the stable. I go to the temple to render thanks unto God. For verily I believe thee. Now, my friends, tis the end of our long journey before us. Come with me, I pray each of you. Come and fall down and worship the infant Jesus, Son of God, which shall be called the Christ. Praise unto praise, him. Praise unto the Son of God. I will not go in. I am not worthy. Nay, shepherd, there be none of us worthy to touch his hand. Yet there be none too humble to do him reverence. Come. I come, shepherd. The star waneth a little. Shadows fall upon us. The star paleth before his glory. Nay. Nay, Gaspar. Behold. Behold in the sky a sign. A sign. Oh, Father, Lord God. A sign. The shape of a man crucified upon a cross. Lights out 
especially written for radio, comes to you each Wednesday at the same time from our Chicago studios. This is the National Broadcasting Company. And there you have it. Lights out episode of the uninhabited for uh, well, your Christmas enjoyment. <laughs> that was from uh, from 1937. So, uh, and uh, I believe it was written by Willis Cooper himself, who I believe was the guy who started the whole show. So uh, I need to look into more of those rather than just wait for holidays. And, uh, cause, uh, boy, am I obsessed with old time radio. Eh? And, uh, well, you can tell from my own, uh, radio plays, which of course <laughs> don't quite measure up, <laughs> uh, to these old classics. But anyway, so, uh, before I leave you, a uh, little bit of bad news here. Uh, Bob Levy once again has been banned from Twitter. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just suddenly his account is gone. So. I, I, I'm dubious that he did it himself. I haven't called him or anything and I just saw it while I'm in the middle of this. So, but, uh, Twitter will do that once they decide they don't like you for whatever reason and they ban your account. You can't just go in and start a new one. They find that out and then whoop, you're gone. So, uh, it appears that Bob Levy will no longer be allowed to have a Twitter account. So, uh, what more can you say? Uh, well, watch out what you say, <laughs> as in the words of the old poet Ice-T, <laughs> freedom of speech, just watch what you say. So, uh, that stuff's going on constantly, it's getting worse, and it's uh, also, uh, I, I think I briefly mentioned it in the, in the previous part of the show before the last one, uh, where Patreon uh, kicked off... Uh, Carl Benjamin, who's known as Sargon of Akkad on uh, YouTube. And uh, so uh, a new site called Subscribe Stars, another one where you can go sign up there, have your page, and people can donate money to your project, whatever it is. And that's what Patreon did. And people can uh, sign up to, if you all you can do is a dollar, well, then you put in a dollar and it's a dollar a month to this artist doing whatever it is that you're interested in. And, uh, but also for these guys who did these YouTube channels and produced videos and took the time for it. So there was a means for an income to uh, level that out because in the more cash you can get in for that, the more you can put into it and uh, can devote uh, more resources to producing uh, uh, the videos and uh, or whatever else you're doing. So uh, I set one up on Patreon myself, but I never really got into it because just when I started, that's when they started kicking people off <laughs> because they're not on the left. And so that's the way this goes. And this subscribe star became an uh, the current one. There was others, but this one seemed to be really uh, getting popular. Well, you know, seemingly overnight. I think it's brand new. And, uh, now they're in trouble. All right. This is a very dangerous thing that, you know, oh God. And, uh, then PayPal says they're not going to deal with it. This blatant, obvious collusion achieving monopoly is, uh, a- another sinister, uh, of a uh, cloud hanging over us at this moment when, uh, it just shouldn't be that way. You know, well, when you have the better argument, you present it. When you don't have the better argument, you cheat and uh, you bully people out of it or you try to shut them down, whatever it takes. 
which means you're in the wrong. Uh, when you have the better argument, you can win the day. You present it. Um, and if you don't, then uh, the truth is just probably not on your side. And I'm just going to go with that. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> so um, I don't know yet. I Bob Levy has a Gab uh, uh, account, but he doesn't use it. So I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Facebook, you can find him there and uh, keep up with it. I will... Well, I'll check on Artie Lang's page when they're doing shows, uh, and I'll uh, retweet those when I uh, look into it uh, to keep information out uh, while I'm still on Twitter. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm not famous, so. <laughs> but, you know, it could just any day that you can say, well, we don't like you. You're done. And that's that. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll do it again next time. Bye-bye. Views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. supposed to do come on man